Hello and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, I'm joined by Greg Shearer, who heads our Metals Research franchise to discuss our outlook on gold. Uh, Greg, welcome. Thank you. Um, so, Greg, in our annual outlook for 2023, as we published this on December 1st, we believe that the commodity prices will stay elevated despite the decline in economic activity. But our outlook was turning more fragmented. Yes. So in, in 2022, it was overall by commodities. Now it's 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 you know more precise and or more guided type of an outlook. So similar to 2022, we are most constructive on energy, but unlike 21, we believe that returns will be driven by oil. Yes, and we had a, a very big drop in the US natural gas prices forecasted for that time. But what we did, what we added to our recommendations is precious metals. Yes, and gold became our number two, the second in our preferred packing order. And so the, the view was 8% return forecasted for the BCOM precious metals index. Um, so we upgraded the sector following our long-standing bearish call. We made it in July 2020 as to short gold. And now on December 1st, we said buy gold. Uh, what is behind the view? Yeah, thanks, Natasha. Um, I, I think what we've seen is we 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 had the basically the end of the fed hiking cycle in insight and so that's what kind of originally prompted our our shift in terms of upgrading precious metals now i would say the 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 jump higher i basically since kind of november in both gold and silver prices came much quicker than we were expecting uh we we had these kind of tailwinds crystallizing a bit more later this year but i think in particular we we got a much weaker than ex- expected uh, dollar performance. Um, and that was something that I think definitely contributed in, in the quicker turnaround. I mean, when we look forward, uh, we think that these are only going to continue over the course of this year. So if we look at the two primary drivers that we look at uh, on the U.S. 10-year real yield front, um, our rate strategists have those declining towards about 100 basis points uh, by the end of this year from from something around 133 at the moment. Um, and then even on the dollar, uh, you know, it's been a it's a very much more neutral dollar view going forward. And and in our view, what that does is it it sets gold up here in that declining real rate environment to continue mm-hmm. to to rise. So we, we we're now forecasting prices uh, continue to rise over the course of this year, basically an averaging close to around 2045 by 2020, the fourth quarter of 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really bullish outlook, especially considering when we were in November of last year, yes. And so, Greg, when I look at the the price action, yes, so um, from the bottom in early November to today, gold is up 14%. So it was up a week ago, it was up almost 20%, yes, a little bit over that. Yet we see very limited interest from clients, at least on my side, you know, very limited questions uh, we didn't get much feedback on on our recommendation. Yes, for in the annual outlook to to be long and to be bullish gold, ETFs. The gold ETFs actually recorded outflows in January. Um, why is that? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. And I would say that I think it's it picked up a little bit on my side in terms of interaction or client interest on the gold and silver side uh, into late January. Um, what I'd say, I mean, I think there was a couple things. So first off, there were a lot of other very noisy stories going on in the at the very end of 2022, particularly the China reopen. So your commodity specialists were very much focused on on that front and, and saw that through either industrial metals or an energy lens. Um, on top of that, um, I do think gold 
uh, when we look at kind of some of our proxies for a fair value of gold, uh, some people viewed gold as a bit rich um, as we were rallying, particularly through January. And we did see that uh, gold prices, in our view, were were outpacing kind of a return implied by movements in dollars and yields by about um, almost five to six percentage points through mid-January. So there was maybe a sense that we were kind of overcooking it a little bit mm-hmm. and that there would be a better chance to buy. And then I think finally, uh, gold is a is a market that really likes round numbers. Um, and I think we, we, we did see a little bit uh, more interest come in when we when we broke above 1900, but then we we sort of failed at 1950, and and so you know from that perspective, I do think if we if our forecast develops and we do get um, you know approaching up towards to 2000 again, that it could definitely spark some more interest, and and there's definitely a lot of room to la- to to add. I mean, when we look at uh, for instance, the latest CFTC data, which is actually by the end of January right now, because it's a little bit delayed. Um, what we're seeing in gold is that you're you're still well below, um, basically only about half of last year's high in net length uh, for for the managed mm-hmm. money community. So it's definitely under position to some degree, um, or, or definitely not close to a to a stretch positioning here with with a lot of room to potentially add. Okay, excellent. So we're waiting for 2000. Yes, just see the interest from the investors. Um, Okay, so the next question is, and that's what I'm receiving a lot of, uh, a lot of inquiries about that is a lot of excitement about central banks buying gold. Um, So if you look at the numbers, uh, central banks, including those of Turkey, China, Egypt, Qatar, uh, Russia is on the list as well, added a little bit over 1,100 tons of gold to their reserves in 2022. Uh, just for comparison, this was by far the most of any year on record going back to the 1950s. Uh, so it does appear that the bank has extended into 2023. So China, the PBOC reported that they purchased another 15, 15 tons of gold, um, added yes, another 15 tons of gold to their reserves in, in January. In your view, is this relevant for your outlook on price? Does it provide a ceiling? Does it provide a floor? How how do you view that uh, in, in general? The central banks purchasing that much gold. Yeah, sure, uh, and I think it's it's even more than that because we did see most of the flows concentrated in the last half of the year, so over four hundred tons per quarter over two H. And I think it's interesting you brought up China. China gets a lot of play because obviously the uh, in the headlines because it's the first reported. Uh, uh, purchases since 2019 but they were actually only purchased less than a tenth of the 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 gold from central banks in the second half of last year so it's it is broad based and it's not necessarily a rebalancing flow they were continuing to buy in the fourth quarter as we saw prices move higher um in terms of what does it do how do i take it into account when i look at the price forecast going forward I have to say that I do put it lower in terms of the drivers. It's, it's, it's in my view, a second order driver behind kind of the dollar view and, and then our rates outlook. Um, why is that is just because to some degree, uh, all these physical drivers, whether it's central banks, whether it's uh, supply or, or physical demand, we're talking about gold, which has just an immense amount of above ground stocks. And so to me, that kind of stock flow uh, is not as important in terms of price formation as we see that the, 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 the change in investor sentiment and, and uh, yeah, ETF inflows as well can be quite sizable. So from, from my perspective, uh, at the balance, 
yes, it makes it, it, it enhances a bullish view because it may in, uh, attract additional market participants to come and, 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 and kind of enhance the investment case for gold here. And I do think we should see pretty strong central bank buying going forward. But it, it, I would say it's not the primary driver of why, why we're bullish going forward. So, Greg, and the final question for me, um, you, you're clearly bullish on gold. Um, so what is the biggest risk for your outlook, especially considering the jobs data that we've seen for January? Well, I think you kind of set me up there because the biggest <laughs> risk is uh, is definitely what our economists call this the pause is not enough uh, scenario, which essentially it's it's that labor markets remain too tight that the global growth is sustained and and inflation is elevated and and we just have to see policy rates continue to push significantly higher than what the current expectations are in the market and and to me uh you know let's contextualize that it's not it's not the jpm base case so our economists peg something maybe around a 30% probability um that but so it still remains a a considerable risk and and i think under this scenario that dramatic repricing higher in in the Fed uh, hike expectations would be something that could significantly dent the the bullish base case. Um, now, it would eventually probably lead to an even harder landing and a, and a potentially sharper recovery, a reversal higher in gold, maybe over 2024 when when we would potentially see that come through. But definitely on the near term, it would it would challenge uh, uh, our bullish expectations for the balance of this year. Greg, thank you so much for your remarks. Um, thank you for joining us today. Um, thank you all to listening to the Commodities Edition at JP Morgan's At Any Rate podcast. We look forward to continue our conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023, JP Morgan Chase and Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on February 10th, 2023.